Welcome. I'm Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media and the Power Woman podcast leader, because we have one of the most powerful women in education with us today. I'm so delighted to welcome Maria Kinsati, who is the interim president at Nassau Community College, but she's been there 33 years. Welcome, Maria. Thank you so much, Vicki. It's such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Such an important institution to our island. And I know you're an island born and bred person, having gone to a local colleges and I, I think Adelphi and St. John's for your uh, PhD or EDD. Yeah, yep. local girl. I don't know if you've left the island because, you know, Queens is considered part of the island. It is. My brother lives there. So I, I have definitely left the island. My brother is a Whitestone resident. So oh, def- definitely been an out of Queens. So tell me a little bit about your childhood and who influenced you growing up to be able to achieve the highest levels in your world of education. Well, I'm a a first gen student. My mom and dad both did not complete high school, so they weren't educated. My dad is an immigrant from Italy, married my mom, followed her here from Italy to the United States. So I carry dual citizenship, which I'm grateful for. But I have to say, you know, what influenced me the most was my father Um, and not in such a great way. When I was 16, I remember talking to my parents about going to college. Um, My mom, always supportive as mothers are, and said that would be great. And my father kind of cocked his head sideways and looked at me and said, I'm not spending my money on that. Girls get married and have babies. Mm. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? So I really then was determined, no matter what, no matter how much debt I needed to go into to go to college. I applied to many colleges. I had a scholarship to Penn State, but it wasn't a full scholarship. So I couldn't afford to attend. So I turned to my local community college. And that's when the adventure here at NASA began for me as a student. It was affordable. It was a great education. Of course, I picked a non-traditional female major at the time. At the time, they didn't have computer science. It was information processing, and it wasn't something that females went into, but it was what I majored in here at Nassau, and that's where my career began. I I worked on campus as a student aide. I worked three jobs to to pay bills. I still went into debt, so I'm very familiar with, with student debt but managed to put myself through college, through my doctorate. So it was only, I think, at my master's level did my father finally turned around and said, do do you need help with tuition? And I was like, yeah, no, dad, I got it. I got it. I'm good, but thanks. So that, that was the major thrust of it, to be told that someone wouldn't invest in you and, and that that wasn't something that he thought would be beneficial to to me. As life would have it, my brother, Odu, doing very well, attended one semester at Nassau, does not have a college education. Um, thank God he's doing well. But I think for my father, it was a lesson learned that in, in his mind, we had flipped roles where it was, you know, the traditional European, my son, and, and that's where the investment comes in. My brother chose not to do that path in his life. And uh, I did. So it was a lesson learned from my dad. And I think a, a hard lesson. But again, very interesting. But that that set me on the path that I was on being told that no, 
not I think, you know, I, I'm of the belief, and I share this with my team here at Chefs um, Media Dance Papers, Long Island Press, that no is when you begin. Yes. And for me, it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, you know, your path of having been at, I didn't realize that you had gone to NASA Community I knew you started your career there, but uh, you really had the two years and then you transferred to Adelphi. Is that what happened? Yes, that's exactly what happened. I, I was able to get scholarship money as a transfer student, which we still offer our students. So I was able to get money in, in transfer and I stood at Adelphi for my bachelor's and my master's because they were able to waive 12 credits of my master's program coming out of their bachelor's program. So yeah, that, that's so, exactly. Um, you know, I got my master's, but it took me five years because I used to do it after work. Yes. Um, how many years was your journey? My master's was two years because I did fall, spring, summer um, as I did my doctorate. So education has been continuous for me. When, when I you know, get involved in education, I stay focused on what the end goal is. And that's really the path that I took. So I would attend full spring and summer, take as many credits as I could to finish my degrees. And little Birdie thinks me that you uh, says to me, uh, you may also have been working during that time. So absolutely. Was- yes, I was absolutely working full time. I, w- I was actually working for the Fortunoff family before I started working here at the college. And then there was a position that opened up in an academic department and I applied for that position and then came to the college to work full time. Well, Um, you have climbed the ladder of success at this wonderful institution that's so critical to people's futures. Tell me about what you're doing now as the interim president. Besides keeping that your wall of your office pink. Yes, yes, yes. My fa- I'm a purple girl, so it, it's, it's shades of, of purple, but within the college colors, the branding that we have here at the college. But as, as president, really is, I'm an agent of change, and it's really about assessing where our students are, what the students need, um, what the community needs. We are a community college, and we will live community. So busy meeting with a lot of different constituent groups, finding out what their needs are um, and how the college can play and role in that seeing what the students really are looking to do now career-wise. As we know, careers ebb and flow, education ebbs and flow. About every five years, you know, education does change as an industry and, and what the needs are do change. So we're evaluating that so that we can be a comprehensive community college as we need to be for our community. Um, we're looking to add some vocational programming through our continuing ed workforce development areas change degree programs based on the industries here on Long Island. Certainly, healthcare industry is a large one for us. Um, We're doing a lot of programming with Northwell. We're in discussions with Mount Sinai. We're in discussions, certainly, with NYU Langone about how we can help those industries along here on Long Island and really educate our students. And hopefully, they stay on Long Island and grow their families on Long Island. Well, you know, I am um, based right now in uh, the East End of Long Island. And wherever I go into any of the towns on the North Fork or the South Fork, help wanted signs are out. So job opportunities are great. Is there uh, any particular niche that you are looking to put the college into in a stronger way this year? I think it's really about the vocational programming. We have a lot of students 
that really are looking to help their families that are looking for shorter term opportunities to be educated with eventual opportunities for longer term. So we're looking to add certificate type programs, micro credentialing where students can take six to nine credits and get a credential, vocational programming. Can you say what, be specific about what kinds of fields you're offering that in? Because that's a fabulous opportunity. Yes, they they really are. We're we're looking at a lot of those opportunities in the business areas, in the medical field. We're also going to be looking at HVAC, industry CDLs. So for students to be able to drive in the trucking industry, if we, if we came out with nothing else from the pandemic, it was really an education in how everything is very interconnected and the trades that are certainly needed to, to keep, you know, everyone supplied. So we're going to be looking to add what we call step education for some majors where you can certainly do a 180 hour program. And then if you want to obtain a micro credential, and then if you want to continue on do a certificate, eventually an associate, and then if you want to transfer. So we're going to be looking at adding multiple opportunities for that this year. That's a very exciting kind of opportunity for uh, the people in the county. And you, I think you get a percentage of students from Queens as well, because I think we if you're from Nassau, though, I think the tuition is a little better than if you're from outside of Nassau. Yes. If you live in Queens or Suffolk, what we have is a mechanism where the counties are charged back for the extra tuition. So it's not a burden for the student. The student oh, pays good. regular residential tuition. Wonderful. Because that's something that I don't know if everybody is aware of, because it's so sensitive about tuitions and how people yes. can afford, like you had, to make yourself uh, work through going to school. But uh, I think the benefits, uh, what would you say are for having that certificate? Why, why would they be wanting to have that? So that they can save, you know, uh, they can save a lot of money coming through a certificate type program. Certainly coming to us, you know, you can see a lot of the trade advertisements and, and a lot of these programs are $10,000, $20,000 to get some of these credentials. So certainly we're in a position as a community college to do that in a more affordable way. And that certificate, again, will allow students to get into the workforce very quickly, earn a living wage here on Long Island, and also have opportunity to have advanced standing for advanced degrees to move forward. Well, I do still believe that a college degree in the long run puts you on a path of higher salaries. Do you think that's true? I agree with you. I think it definitely does. I think, you know, today's economy, unfortunately, a lot of struggling families coming out of the pandemic, a lot of family dynamics have changed. Unfortunately, there are many, many deaths. A lot of our students, you know, missing parents, aunts, uncles, um, where there was really a family unit to support. They're really trying to pitch in and, and help. So I think eventually we can make sure that they're on a path to get a full college education. But if we can do that toward, you know, by using this type of step education, I think it gives them an opportunity to do what they need to do at home with their families to support themselves and to be able to stay here on the island and to continue to have a wonderful life, certainly here in Nassau County. I do believe ultimately that college degrees certainly do put you at a higher living wage down the road. Well, I think that's a critical piece of your success. And, you know, you have made doors open for people. And I think that this is a time for you to be able to give me some ideas of what would you say could be some secrets of success we could share with our listeners about how do you become this kind of success that you are today? What were your 
driving forces that made this happen? I would say stay the course. You know, when someone says no, as you said, no doesn't mean no. Sometimes no means go. That's a true statement. Stay the course, whatever your ambitions are. There are folks out there that will help you. There are people that will see the light in you that will help you on your path. You just need to touch base with people, reach out to people, ask questions. You know, I had friends that, that came to NASA. So it was a very quick pivot for me when I realized that I couldn't afford to go to Penn State. People said, well, just come to Nassau. It's here. We are here. We are a community college. Um, certainly touch base with us, whether you think we have a major that you want or not. Maybe it's a few classes. Maybe it's a program. Again, I, I really think staying the course and believing in yourself and the path that you've been set on is really important. You know, we talk about balance in life. How do you balance your life? I mean, being president of Nassau Community College is probably 24-7, but what do you sneak in to get yourself a little bit off the beaten path? It it is. It is 24-7. I'm unmarried and I have no children. That's by choice. I say I have, you know, thousands of children here at the college to worry about that I do worry about 24-7. But when I can, I'm a very big reader. I like to read nonfiction. Again, to offset the reports that I read day in and day out, certainly love to enjoy the island and all that it has to offer. I'm a sand and sun girl without question. So certainly boating, beaching is something that relaxes me. So certainly enjoying everything that Long Island has to offer. Well, you got to come and visit me out in the Hamptons. It's a beautiful place. And it's a great place to just sit back and kick up your heels and read some beautiful What's your favorite book right now? Um, I'm reading Stuart Woods. I'm reading Stuart Woods, you know, kind of just getting away from reality a little bit and and kind of living at that. But it certainly keeps the mind sharp in in just reading. So, well, I think that's a very great secret to success reading something so basic because it puts us in world. Pick up a book, an old fashioned book. That's right. Well, listen, I'm delighted to have this time to talk with you. So we've been talking with Maria Kinsati, who is the interim president and has been there for 33 years of Nassau Community College. So delighted to have had this time to chat with you. Thank you so much, Vicki. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And signing off, it's Victoria Schneps from Schneps Media with our Power Woman. Till next time. Bye now. Bye.